in a reason and some will call it treason but then it's maybe something that you need and maybe then it's something to believe hey all welcome to the podcast not that complicated i'm lisa i'm cj happy new year happy new year our guest today is craig what's up a friend of ours a good friend of ours and we're celebrating a year of this podcast Woo-hoo. Happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Did you guys give me any gifts? Um, just my joy and affection. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Coming toward you. Awesome. So, Craig, um, tell us a little about yourself. Oh, man. That's a, how it's much like a job to, interview. Yeah, yeah, how much do I have to reveal? Well, you've lived in New York so, for how long? I'm from New York, okay. so but I've been in New York as an adult for more than 12 years. Okay. In Manhattan. So, in Manhattan. So, it's I've been almost, around the block. the same time as me, <laughs> a yeah. A long time. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm in my 30s now. I, I work in healthcare and live in Hell's Kitchen. I'm gay and I'm single and I'm currently not dating. And You're super handsome. I'd like to throw that in there. Yeah, very handsome. Yeah. And sweet. And sweet. And clean. We're sitting in his apartment and it's beautiful. It's spotless. And well Back decorated. this morning. That's right. <laughs> I am clean. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of had a really good year and love these two girls and I'm excited to share my stories, whatever they may be. And, yeah, I'm Italian, New Yorker. That's right. Italian like sweet me. Sweet and caring. That's right. So, yes, yeah, so you had a good year, which is great. Do you have any things that you want to do in 2015? I have a lot of things that I want to do in 2015. Um, Dating resolutions you want to share? Yeah, I think... I think, and maybe even Lisa said this on some of her escapades of just, like, not sweating it, just mm. kind of being in the moment and enjoying it. Um, I think one thing I've fallen into, and probably more so in my 20s versus my 30s, so I'm, at least I'm learning as I, as I go along, but, like, not to force a situation because it generally does not end up well. <laughs> so kind of just really to be in the moment and, like, feel the energy and really trust my instincts because I think I have good instincts and sometimes I think try and reverse them or think oh maybe they're wrong or maybe it'll work but generally my instincts are right so yeah just trusting them more I agree with that I do too do you think it's hard to trust your instincts totally because you why so, I think we're it's human nature you know we're like you want to believe the best of someone yeah. regardless yeah and you, and you <laughs> yeah you what do they call your Posi- positive intent or you want right. to believe everyone's Totally. Doing Positive things from a place of good, yeah, because we're, we're good people, I think. Right. But that's probably more rare to find someone that's operating in such a positive I know, that level. Sucks, is, especially in New York, so it's like everyone's so self motivated. I feel like self serving. Yeah. I've run into that as well. Yeah, I mean it's, it's universal. I think, and I think in New York we see more of these like Type A people who are just like go 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 me 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 me. What's yeah, next? Yeah, you're here for yeah other reasons. Yeah. You don't come here to like set up like a white picket fence and get no. the dog and make you know make a house. There's yourself. nowhere to put a fence in the studio. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You're like in your little box, looking out for yourself. So we've talked a lot about what it's like to date as straight ladies here in New York, ladies. and uh, it's got its ups and downs, obviously. So, what is it like as a gay single for man. a handsome gay single man? Yeah, I think it's probably very similar, um, except they're probably more single gay men than there are single straight men <laughs> in this town, hmm. right? Or because the ratios yeah, ratios are different for you. 
There's more women here, right, than there are. A yeah. little bit more, I think, yeah. I thought it was like seven to three or seven to one. Oh, Jesus. Seven is that one. what it is now? Seven to one. Are you kidding? It's five to one. Five to, five to one? one? <laughs> Wait, these odds yeah. are against us. Yeah. We've got to move. Well, <laughs> I was drawn a triangle and said that a lot of the, you know, five to one, you have to uh, consider like the upper echelon of quality. Oh, the quality? Yeah. Then it's kind of equals out. Okay. Cause so, you're sa- so, yeah, you're saying like it's more one, one to one? Like maybe like three to one. Okay. All right. Yeah, so... <clears throat> so how do you meet people, generally? Well, I mean, I think I live in a very um, interesting area of Hell's Kitchen where, you know, at least West Side in general, like West Village, Chelsea, Hell's Kitchen, and then maybe oh, yeah, even the West Side... Right. That's like things. the strip. That's true. <laughs> the gay, the yeah. gay strip. So just even being in the neighborhood, um, you can bump into a lot of people and meet people that way. The grocery store, the gym. Do you talk you know. to people at the grocery store? I do. Yeah. So you, I like yeah. Yeah. I, can, I you, can you role play that for us? How does that work? It feels more like a like a close knit community that sort of spans. It's like a little playground. Yeah, I well, the playgrounds are very good word to use and I read once how the lesbian community is much more kind of spread out and disseminated and and maybe a little more introverted in, in how the community works mm-hmm. whereas the gay community in terms of gay males are much more extroverted and interrelated mm-hmm. and you know doing like community type things mm-hmm. and you know banding together except we don't really create households and homes the way lesbians do. Oh, so interesting. they kind of go off and nest, and right. then we just kind of come together and have a grand old party. Have fun, a lot of fun. Right, so there, hence the playground being a great mm. operative word there. Um, so you're pretty social, you talk to people. So if you see yeah. a cute guy in the grocery store, mm-hmm. what happens? Yeah, yeah. What, what happens? Um, the be- food in the basket. Because maybe I can so get I generally, <laughs> like, I'm an inquisitive guy, so I'll generally start with a question. Okay. Um, like, um, Where are the marshmallows? Yeah, or, or like <laughs> I'm making s'mores. Or like yeah, like I'm I'm making this dish. Do you know where the cucumbers are? I don't see the cucumbers because actually the D'Agostino near me doesn't have cucumbers. I just, what? I came to find out. That's <laughs> I know. I'm like, how do you not have cucumbers? It's New York City. It's so odd. But yeah, so just like, did you see this, or do you know where this is, or uh, you know, I'm looking for that. I don't know. Whatever it may be, it's a right. question. So I generally won't be like, oh, nice, like shirt. Which I might be thinking, but that right. seems a little too much a little to be like, aggressive. okay, dude, yeah, thanks. Okay. Yeah, you know, but it's a question, like, they have, they kind of have to answer. Right. Otherwise, they're a real dick. Right. And then, well, then you, then you don't <laughs> want to talk know. to them anyway. I'm like, yeah. okay, peace out. Have you ever got a, yeah. I don't work here, I don't know? Um, <laughs> I've gotten the I don't know, kind of like, bug off type of thing. Oh, okay. So then you're like, all right, this person doesn't want right. to, doesn't want to chat. They're lost. Exactly. <laughs> but even, totally. so, I... Recently did a free month of Equinox. Oh. Here. Oh, the expensive uh, workout gym right. for people who don't know. <laughs> right. And it's kind of like a gay playground, too. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that, too. <laughs> and, but I'm, like, I'm not a big... The like, one on 59th 59th, That's yeah. the big one, right? I'm yeah. not a big, like, gym bunny, and I think there's, like, this whole gym etiquette that I'm still, like, not even sure how it, how it all works. Like, how, do you, how you talk to someone, or how you... Yeah, just like the locker rooms and the saunas and the steam rooms and being on the floor and being in class. But again, like I will ask questions. Like I, I took a like a crazy circuit 
um, class mm-hmm. where we like did like rowing and we did push-ups and we did so like oh, cool. all in like two minutes spans rotation yeah. yeah and so I like approached this guy and I was like oh have you taken this class before what's it like we just want to prepare mm-hmm. you stretch you tap like just a lot of like preparatory questions and he was like pleasant and then I was like oh I kind of was getting a vibe you know so then we were chatting more and then the class ended, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Right, what do you like, do after? I'm like, so we walked to the locker room together, and I was like, nice nice work, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like you're really rocking that rowing machine. You know, trying to be like pleasant. He's right. like, and he was like, thanks, man, you too, great work. And then we like kind of like walked to the locker room, and then I was like, what do I say now? Like, I was kind of hopeful that he might say, well, why don't we get a coffee? You right, know? Or like, right. You know, maybe I'll see you around or some type of closing remarks and nothing. There was none. And then we both went to take showers and so like he got in his towel, I got in my towel, you know, and <laughs> walking into the shower and then he like ran up to someone he knew and so then he was chatting and then he kind of we both were at a place where we could have said something to each other, but we didn't. Hmm. And so then it just like I was like, Well then what was that? Did you see him again? No. Well what cl- what day in class was it? Take the class again. <laughs> well, plus he was, we were chatting and he was like, oh, I actually like Barry's boot camp a lot more than I like Equinox, so I think I may leave. And I, I go to different classes and oh, I, really yeah. I always go to this class. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I don't like, how do you become like the gym stalker? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. And it's so interesting because I think it's weird to talk to people at the gym, like as a straight woman, because we feel like we don't look our best. I mean, we don't. We're sweating. I... Well, there are some I've maybe had someone to talk. To well, that's true. Really? I'm not that kind of woman. I don't even yeah. belong to a gym because I hate gyms. I but hockey. occasionally, guys would talk to me, but not that often. But I was not in the mood for it. But then we don't go into the same locker room and take showers together like you right. guys do. So right. that is like a playground. whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a playground, but also even more <laughs> awkward because. Yeah. So then. Now you've seen him so, with his shirt off. So there's right. the sauna, right? Which it actually is really relaxing, but. It's no bigger than, like, this little square we're sitting in here, like, coffee table and uh-huh. chair and couch. And so everyone's, like, in your grill. Like, you have to, like, kind of, like, move <laughs> over, like, to make space because people come right. in. So it's, and it's, like, seriously, like, there's the entrance, like, and it's, like, a little And L. is everyone just naked? People Most have their towels on. Right. But I've heard <laughs> that people do shit in there. And I'm, like, how? So I'm, like, how does this happen, A? B, if I have, like, been attracted to a guy in there, I'm, like, what do I do? See, there's everyone else everyone who's like, they, they they, I know. They do. Like, they, they jerk each other off. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. Sorry, is this too much for the No, but the podcast? <laughs> you just thought it was kissing. I'm like, no, no I, I mean, like, it's like handies know. under the towels uh. or, or blowjobs, like, on wow. the bench. Wow. At 59th Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm guessing that it's not know. a women's sauna. That this doesn't. Is, so I'm like, how do, I mean, I'm bewildered and perplexed that this actually happens, and also intrigued to know if I wanted it to happen, how could I make it happen? The how? I don't think you'd have to work too hard. No. You're already naked, and, or you have this towel around you. Right, but yes, I've been I'm in there before. I'm going to the sauna naked. <laughs> I wonder if they don't even talk. I maybe have it's a towel just like on a, just hand. Little. So I've been in there maybe like three times, <laughs> and nothing has happened. Well, it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't right. It, yeah. No. Maybe you're not him. I wonder I mean, if they... They probably know each other. They probably know each other before. And, oh, see you in the sun. Oh, no, my wink. friends have told me... Like, my friends have done this. With so strangers. With strangers. They get an HJ in the sauna. <laughs> yes. The men are so fascinating. <laughs> I know. Only, that can only work with men. This is the dilemma of why it's so hard to date someone. Because you can get anything you want immediately. 
Like, you can go to Equinox. So why date? Which is, like, the most elite gay men, right, who are Mm -hmm. all supremely attractive. Mm -hmm. Because I was in awe how I was like, I don't belong here. Like, these people are, like, tall and gorgeous, wealthy, successful, A-type people who can go into the sauna after they've all pumped up their bodies, which are already gorgeous. <laughs> and get, get, and, endorphins are running right, in their bodies. Right, they get a handy and they're done. <laughs> so they go like take a, a shower. <laughs> right? I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so what do they need a boyfriend <laughs> for? They don't. No, you're right. Because dating is like, what, a courtship and, you know, see if you want to have it's sex time, with someone. It's time, it's energy, it's... Or effort. get to know someone. Right. God, it's too easy. Too easy. Way too easy. And that's I mean, just one gym. That's just one gym. Well, that's what we say about straight guys. It's too easy for them here because the women are aggressive with all the online apps. Like, they can do literally nothing, right. and women come to them. Maybe they go to a bar around the corner. They don't even have to buy you a drink anymore. Can I just you know? pause for a moment on the gay issues and tell you something that I discovered, which I don't know if you know about, but I was telling my family over Christmas how a bunch of my friends are getting divorced or in, like, serious marital issues. Mm-hmm. And I forgot which one of my cousins told me or my sister-in-law. There are sites for people who are married who want to cheat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We knew that already. You knew that already? Yeah. I was totally <laughs> flabbergasted. Yeah, what are they I was called? Like, Ashley Madison yes! is one of them. That's, and that's just one. So. Yeah, I'm like, like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the downfall of it's serious relationships, nice relationships. And like, you talked about apps. I didn't even talk about the gay apps. I know. Well, I want to talk about those. I need to know about all of them. Nonetheless, the gym or the grocery store, but the apps. I'm fascinated by the gym. Who knew it was like crazy, crazy town. So okay, actually, this is a bit revealing. My name's not Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the steam room last week after a class, mm-hmm. and it's a bigger room than the sauna, so okay. it's much bigger. And it's like like a square in the middle and like two two tiers to sit on. And so one guy who had taken a class with came in, and and then it got super hot, so I had to leave. But I still want, like, I still wanted some more decompression time. So I went back in, and then that other guy left, and then he came back in. And then when he came back in, I was like, I'm like, oh, it's really hot in here, right? <laughs> That's a great line in a steam room. <laughs> no, but I literally was done. I, I think he left because it was so hot. It was hot. like suffocatingly right. hot, right? And I'm like, and I was like, this He's is. Like, no, it's freezing. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm not saying I'm like ultra creative with the lines, but I was like, let me try. I'm like, let me see if I can like sure. talk to someone or whatever. Yeah. So he, he was like, yeah, and he like, gave me like a nice like smile, kind of like a winky smile. Like, yeah. like Oh, winky smile. Like, like, kind of like, yeah, I feel you. And then, but then he like went and sat completely opposite me. So then I was like, I, I don't, I, I don't have enough game to know what to do next. <laughs> like, I got lost. I'm just imagining how hilarious it would be to be a straight man. In walking there? in on oh. something. Like, yeah. like, oh, 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 whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoopsies. Yeah, so nothing happened, but that was, like, my, like, lame attempt of, like, oh, not to necessarily even do something in there, but just to, like, try and connect with someone. Yeah. And... You know, they say you tend to sort of gravitate people to people who are similar to you. I mean, in theory, it doesn't necessarily happen, but uh, maybe you're attracted to other yous who are also not hesitant to say things. Oh. Wait, I'm I'm not following. Because you're you're saying you're not aggressive, so maybe you're also attracted to other people who are also not aggressive. So then there's this like mixed message going on and you're not really sure at the same time. But I did try and be aggressive with these two different guys. 
But th- I don't but, know if that's really aggressive, saying say, making hot. a passing comment, mm-hmm. where's the cucumber? It's hot in here. <laughs> Which I'm going to put on t-shirts, by the way. <laughs> it's hot in here. Where's the cucumber? That might seem like really just friendly small talk. Like, I so would, I I would not consider I wanna that have, aggressive. Let's get an HJ going on here. I mean, I don't know, because I'm not in the gay <laughs> male community, but I would think aggressive would be more sexual and, you know, innuendos, like, or sitting next to you, or even, like, a hand on the... Like I don't know. For me, does, like, like, that's does, not, does this towel make my cock look big? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. just, but, okay, so... But to that point, that's not what I want. Like I, 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 right, I understand. Like I want something more, something deeper. Like I would have wanted that guy who asked him about class, who's telling me about Barry's boot camp, to say, Those, "Let's go get a coffee." Let's I, go right, get, I totally get that. So I think smoothie. then we're talking about the wrong venue. Then I think you Perhaps, can experiment yeah. in the steam rooms, but I don't think you're gonna get a date from there because it seems date, like it's just about sex. Then, yeah. In the steam room, yes, but I was thinking more in the gym. Like it's another community. Right. No, that that I I get. I think because the steam room was people who like to work out. Right. So right. Yeah, point, like, similar interests. Yeah. Like, people. Or maybe you just need to bite the bullet and say to this guy that you saw after the class <laughs> and ask him for a coffee, and then but you see, just know. I always end up doing that, and I'm trying oh, yeah. not to fall okay. into that. That's, that's like, like that's like me. Or like I have gone through those stages. Oh, it is. Yeah. To just wait and see what happens. Not, like, be too passive and wait, but not always be the one who's like, go, 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 you know, where I'm like, I want someone who's also going to approach me and You want take something that's equitable. Exactly. But, but you might need someone a bit more aggressive then. Probably. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, that's what I like. I, I, that turns me on. Because I can be aggressive, but I don't want to on a date. Or, 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 it's more assertive. I don't mean aggressive, but yeah. assertive. Which not all men like, but I can be. But on a date, I'd rather sit back. And when and it's rare that a guy doesn't when they do, then I'm just. I think for me it's not. Uh, I see that point as well, but for me it's more about interest level, and so I want someone to be interested enough to approach me. Versus is, okay. versus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is the hell yeah, fuck yeah philosophy right. that we all have talked about. Right. Like to be so fuck yes about me that he's like, I need to like go say hello to the guy. But he doesn't and, know you. Right. Or whatever. Or I mean, he finds you attractive. Right. Of course. But I think to get to the hell yes, fuck yes, I, you're the one that I want to be with, I think you have to get to know you a bit deeper, so maybe you do need to ask him for the call. I don't know. I've tried right. it all, so I'm just throwing But I guess then, even there. at a superficial level, I want to be like, fuck yes, that guy is handsome. I want, mm. I want to talk to him. Okay. Yeah, I mean... So I guess that. it is assertiveness, but it's more of like, I want the interest to be driving them. Like, not, not okay. sort of like I need like an aggressive, assertive dude. More of just... Yeah. Want someone who's interested because again, to my point, I don't want to force things. So if I know someone's outright interested, then I know I'm not the one forcing the issue versus. I feel like w- uh, with that situation, you almost need to be in a situation where you are at, in a runners club or some sort of where they know you more than mm-hmm. first sight. Yeah. Right. And you see the person a bit a bit more regularly. Yeah. And I, it's yeah. so much easier yeah. to c- develop crushes and... And friendships to, first, yeah, even. Yeah, I think. That's a good point. That's a good, that is a good point. Yeah. And it's probably a way more successful fuck yes once you've established some sort of... Rapport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of apps, though, you have used some apps, right? I have used some apps. Which ones? Right. Which are the good ones? Which are the bad ones? Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. Well, g- 
good and bad are, are interesting words because it depends on what you want. Sure. So, and again, most of them are used for sex. Okay. And I think because there's so many attractive men in New York, gay men in New York, it's easy just to continue with the path of having sexual escapades. I'm glad you said gay men. Yeah. Because as far as straight men go, uh, to quote one of our friends, I shall not say her name, it's an average man's paradise. <laughs> That's fair. No, that is really? very true. Yep. Really? I thought there were some or really below attractive average. straight men some, here, Because really attractive straight men don't need an app. Or, but I mean, they might be on it too, but it's... They might for quick sex. Yes, yes, that's true. Guys are on it more for sex, generally. Right. Straight right. and gay, I'm guessing. But right. straight, definitely, because it's easier to to just be straightforward, I guess, on an on app. If they go to a bar, they gotta, like, be charming and buy you a drink. And, and um, that's why I always say, you know, I'm a woman, I don't need to get on an app to have sex. I mean... Can walk out your right, door. and and then a lot of my guy friends said, "Well, we we can't walk out our door. It's not easy for us, but it's it's much easier." Oh yeah. So. <clears throat> but I do. I would. I don't know. It seems like there's good-looking straight men, but you guys would know maybe more than I. There are. Because there's so many here, right? So. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of good-looking people here. Really. So and many then, men. I think you then talk to them, and then they personality-wise, yeah. or they're jerks, or. Right. Married. And that's the thing with the apps too. Is so. And it's probably the same in the straight world. Like, you get to know someone, quote-unquote, and then you're like, yeah, I'm excited, this person seems really cool, whatever, or sexy, whatever it is you're looking for, and then you get to meet them, and you're like, oh, there's no chemistry, or their personality's lame, or they're not what they look like, like, mm-hmm. from pictures, so... Yeah, you're looking like for a, their son. It's a letdown. <laughs> yeah. And it's you, the expectation factor. Yeah, yeah and you, like, build this whole, like, romantic fantasy in your head, and... You know, online, but it's not, it's not real. It's not real. No. So that's where, it's like, I want more of that, like, long-term rapport where it's like, you're connected, you know each other, you're, you're more like, fuck yeah about it, versus like, you're fuck yeah in this fantasy world of online apps, and then you get And to, how that other person is fake portraying themselves. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it seems so, like, not real. But then, when I had a big breakup, you know, a year and a half ago, my friends, like, I asked them all, like, okay, what do I do? Like, how do I get back in the field? And everyone's like, grinder. Just get on grinder. <laughs> yeah. Done. Yeah. Which is like the blender for the, the, yeah. s- the straights. But mm-hmm. So it was like, that was... Wait, blender or tinder? Blender is the... Blender and grinder were the originals. Right. Oh. Yeah. It's similar though, I think. Yeah. Oh, I never heard Tinder's of blender. New. Yeah, newer anyway. So... I mean, that is true. If you want to get over a breakup room, you want to meet people quickly, yes. But, but that was like... That's the, not quality. To me, it was like depressing that that was the gay man's like universal advice. Yeah. Like, go on Grinder, you'll be fine, you'll be great, like, you'll meet people. No. I mean, you do, but it's all for sex, and... Right. People, I don't, I don't know how people do it, where it's, like, just some random person comes to your apartment at 2 in the morning... Yeah, it's so like, creepy. Like, a quick it's hand job or whatever it is that you her. want. Yeah, that feels cheap a little bit. But well, it, we're too old for that, I think. Right, I mean, it's like, <laughs> in your, if you're 22 and gay, you're, sure. like, great, like, yeah. enjoy the playground, but, you I would know, just be worried about getting murdered. Right. <laughs> Yeah, or any kind of disease yeah. or whatever. Don't, you don't really know this person at all. Yeah. Not that you know the person at the gym either, but it helps. Aren't like, there a lot of, out, of sports leagues or for gays, mm-hmm. gay dudes? Like I there know are. there is. And what about volleyball? Yeah. Washington. There's gay volleyball. Mm-hmm. I did the gay runners club. Oh, you did. Did you meet anyone? Uh, okay. Yeah, I met some people that like were friendly, but no one that I like super bonded with. Okay. Do you feel it's easier to meet people? In your 20s or 
Are you finding it now that you're more established easier to meet people? Meet people to date or meet people to hook up with? Date. That's a good question. I think in your 20s, just everything is so exciting and most gay men, it's changing a little bit now. Um, gays feel more open to come out earlier, so that people are coming out in high school now, which is amazing. Yeah. But it, for the most part, I think people really come out in their 20s, in their early 20s, late 20s, whatever. So they're like really experiencing what it's like to be an adult, to be on their own, to be in New York City, to be gay. So there's so much in motion. Right. And like, it can and be overwhelming self- and right. self-discovery and, you know, sexual discovery and there's a, there's a lot happening. So it's easy because there's so much energy and there's so many places to go and you can go out and easily get some sex or go on an app and easily get some sex. So I think in your 30s, it's a little more difficult, but I think to your point before, like clubs and organizations are other things you can, other outlets you can explore that might help you meet people. <coughs> like there's charity events that I've gone to that are for... That's always a good way to yeah. meet people I hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, but it's like nothing is foolproof, you know, the same right. thing with straight. Right. It's like, yeah, you can go to a lot of charity events and join clubs and all of us go to the gyms and, and but it doesn't mean you're going to meet someone easily or it doesn't mean people are going to talk to you or bond with you or, I mean... Yeah, there's it's no guarantee. Hard. And I think in New York, no one, to me it seems, and I've been here a long time and I'm from New York, you don't have to necessarily do the work to bond with someone because there's always someone else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, at least for the gay, yeah. gay male there's perspective. There's so many. There's so many right. options. Some guys like, oh, like, you're great for like two weeks. Like, mm. you're hot. Like, we have good sex and we go to dinner and we grab wine. Da, da, da. And then like, oh, okay. Like, that was cool. Now, whatever, I'm on to yeah. the next. Like, there's no... There's nothing that's really driving you to like settle down or like get to know someone in a deeper way because there's so much here. Right. Doesn't that also say something about where that other person is, not having the desire to create a deep connection with somebody? Yes, indeed. Yeah, that seems <laughs> totally. immature to me, but not in a bad way because I get it. But um, it's just not. You know, ready. I think it's a sign. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of gay guys say though, like that's like they don't want to be vulnerable, and so that. That's the facade that they... Right, so it's easy to just, like, go have sex and go have sex in the gym versus, like, being vulnerable with someone and telling them, like, your deepest fears and I actually really like you and, you know, that's scary, but I do. Yeah, that's frightening for most people. I mean, you can't be intimate with someone unless you're vulnerable. So if you're already deciding, that's not the way I'm going to live right now... Yeah, then, Forget it. Then no one's getting But unfortunately, these people don't wear signs on their yeah. foreheads. <laughs> right. Because, they did. Um, I think they can pretend easily. And, yeah. I mean, we've all had those experiences. Or where they you feel are like you're opening up, and they're sort of opening yeah. up, but really they're not, and then they run away when they start to open up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's too much for them to handle. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather date someone your age or older or younger? Do you have any preference? It's a good question, Lisa. I think... As I've grown older, I've come to, to realize, like... And British! <laughs> as oh, I've grown so old, I don't come to realize, like, age doesn't really matter, because I've dated older men and younger men, and you can be 55 years old and act like a 12-year-old. Yeah. That's so true. You know? And yeah, want to be in a playground, and want to just have sex, and want to do drugs, or whatever it is. You know, you can be 54, or you can be 24. So for me, it's more about like getting to know that person. Where I think, they I think are. there's something to say about experience. 
Like someone who's 22, right, 22 versus 32, like, yes, there's a large disparity there, and I prefer someone who has some life experience under their belt, but someone who's 27 and a sweetheart and amazing and has a great head on their shoulders and a great job and a great family, like, and wants something, you know... Similar. Similar, mm-hmm. then that's yeah. wonderful. Like, why would I turn that away right. just because they're not 37? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, I've come to realize, like, it's not necessarily about age. It's more about the person. Yeah. It's taking me a while to realize that, too. Oh, I'm open to anything. Um, 18, 18, <laughs> like, I, yeah. 18 to 99. <laughs> I don't discriminate. 18 to one foot on the banana peel. <laughs> uh, so starting over, do you think it's easier when you were younger, or is it the same or harder now? What's starting over like after a after breakup? After a breakup, yeah, or after yeah, after even like a mini relationship. Yeah. Um, I'd say, part of me wants to just say it's about the same. Recovery time? Yeah, I think because when you're older, at least I think, like, you have more coping mechanisms and, like, stronger network and more confidence in who you are and, like, resilience. Like, okay, I've been through a lot of shit already. Like, I'm going to get through whatever is mm-hmm. to come or, like, whatever this is. Like, though it sucks right now, like, I, I've gone through it before, so I know I'm going to get through it. So there's that which you don't have when you're younger, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was 23, you're, you're just building all these things and, you know, like your, your adult network and your professional network and, you know, your adult family relationships, which are different from when you're, a, you know, younger, a teenager. So I think having all that makes me feel stronger and, like, more equipped to move forward more quickly. But I think when you're younger, you're just kind of like, all right, like, you just kind of throw yourself in. Whimsical. Yeah. yeah more haphazardly maybe and so I think it's a, I think it's a mixed bag I, don't, I wouldn't be able to say if it's like harder or easier like easier in some respects harder in others right both right. ways I mean I, I mean I know it's going to be hard to meet someone I really 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 like <laughs> where I think maybe in my 20s I was like oh yeah I can like, yeah. I'll just keep going out in like you a couple like months more people and yeah you met, you, you met more we people we met more people Right. Because you're out more. Right. Because people our age are out more. When I go out now, I don't meet people my age really. And I think maybe I was maybe a little more open. Yeah, I think we all were. Right. Because not that I'm not open now, but it just nothing a little was more like whatever. It was like carefree. Right, right. More carefree, right? Versus now, I'm like, no, I have like I know who I am. I know what I want. Like more, I'm not like stringent about it. Right. Like, too strict, but you're you have things that you know in your you have life. A direction. Yeah. Right. But you also say you want to be a little more carefree, so maybe a little touch of that attitude. Right? Because we, we didn't care. We were carefree. We didn't try to control anything. Mm-hmm. Because we thought we had the luxury of time. Time, right. Which is great, because that's why you're young, and that's the point. But, um, which we, so we've learned a bit, but the whole, you know, following your, your gut and going with your heart. I, feel I think like you still need a little bit of yeah, that. A little bit of like And you have to check yourself. Like, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I do that, too, where mm-hmm. I start thinking... This is going to end badly. I know why, because I've already been through it. And then I'm thinking, I don't know that. And Trust do I want to get to know this person? Yeah. Let me just live in this moment. Yeah. <clears throat> because I don't want to not have this moment and sit home alone. So it's more of sort of an internal dialogue that I mm-hmm. have. And I think, I think there's this odd shift that happens from your 20s to 30s, whereas for me, in my 20s, it was, What's, what am I going to do Friday night? 
you know, what's happening Friday mm-hmm. night, Friday, Saturday, that's like your, the extent <laughs> of your force, like thinking ahead. And now it's sort of like, what am I doing for the rest of my life? Oh my God. Like, yeah. And I think one thing that's, I don't know how you guys feel about this or what your experience is like, but in the gay community, gay male community, it's not <clears throat> frequent that men want children. Oh. So, mm. I mean, there are other, like, I can go into a whole host of, like, kind of, like, checkbox items in a way that are that are important. It's, like, how long have you been out? Mm-hmm. Um, is your family okay with it? Are they <clears throat> open to, you know, seeing you with a boyfriend? Are you HIV positive or HIV, HIV negative? Um, and, like, do you want a family? Do you want to get married? Do you want children? Do you like kids? Like... Those yeah. things, which I think some of the things you should talk about is straight, you know, right. people. Right, but yeah, but the, it's the a whole, different checklist, right. maybe. Yeah, because coming out is a whole experience in and of itself, and that takes time, and mm-hmm. to get to learn who you are in this new, you know, person, and, and it's like what it's like to experience all these things that you haven't experienced, so that takes time, and you don't want someone who's just coming out. At least I don't. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just discovering who they right. are. Right, and then it's like, I'm at a place where I want, like, I have, like, a little nephew, and I'm... I want to be able to have a husband and a child and mm-hmm. have them play with my 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 brother's kids. And, right. You know, so for me, that's something that's very important, and that seems to be rare to find. I can see that. Because gay men can be selfish, and sure. the New Yorkers can be selfish, mm-hmm. and in the combination, men just aren't <laughs> the same as women. Where women have that innate desire to, to procreate. Well, we have a time have, frame. Right. And we're aware of it. And I think, in, I've seen it with straight couples too, where the woman will be the one who's really like driving the whole, let's get married, yeah. let's get pregnant, mm-hmm. more so than the man. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm just like cool as things are. You yeah, know, like, true. so, <laughs> so I think the woman is a, is a good like yin to the yang there versus in the gay community, you have two men who are just like, okay, let's go have sex or let's go travel or yeah. let's go live a fabulous life. So, not many are going to be keen to say, yeah, let's go buy a house in Westchester and, you know, adopt mm-hmm. a child or do a surrogacy, which right. also requires a lot of money, too. Yes. Surrogacy can be, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So are, the, are those questions that come up early when you're dating people, or do you try not to, you know, yeah, I mean, you don't want to freak someone out? Right. You can't be like, oh, I mean, but though I do know friends who ask people at the onset, like... Like first date? First date, Hmm. Do you want to have kids? Are you open to a family? Do you want to get married? You know, those things. Because they are really important to them. Do, right? he, do you guys get scared? Or do they are they very honest and say no? Or I think most guys get scared. Because straight guys get really scared when a woman asks that. A guy can say whatever he wants. I've had guys oh, yeah. say, I want to get married and have a family. And I'm like, whoa. Um, but if a woman says that, then it's a home ball game and we're crazy and we're trying to marry are you on a first date and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just curious if and you've got even, those same reactions. They're like, you don't like me. You just want the idea of me and, and a husband. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're thinking, no, no, you asked me if I wanted to get married. You didn't ask me if I wanted to get married to you. Right. I mean, that I don't know, but that's different. And they set you up with those questions too. Yeah, they do like, set you up. <laughs> There's a psychologist who specializes in relationships and you know, family psychology. And she said that the main reason for a couple's success is to have the same vision. Okay. So not necessarily the same interests or profession or whatever, but the same life vision. Being, what is what do you foresee down the road, you know, and do we align? Can we go down this road together? Right. And so I'm a believer that why not get that 
out at the onset. But I think to your point, like people get scared, but I'm, but why waste time? It's like, well, my vision is to have a family and, you know, still be professional, but to have a family and a child and whatever that is. And does your vision align? You know, but I think you wouldn't say it exactly that way, but I think it's worth vetting it out. But, you know, finesse it, nuance it, do, do what's right for you, for you. But I think better to know sooner rather than later. Second uh, date? Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> Joking. There's yeah. Almost. On first date. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't... I would love to know if some guy said, you know, I don't want this, and he was very confident in that, and then I could think, okay, do I want this? Do I not want this? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not... I don't think anything's black and white. Right. I don't know Things if I want change. kids. I mean, yeah. who knows? Time might be up when I decide I want them, or I could always adopt. Whatever. I don't know. So if someone asked me that question, I could be like, well, I could go either way, you know? But it would be nice to hear someone... It would just be nice to hear someone with a vision. Right. Because it, it means they're mature. It means they've thought about it. They've reflected. They know who they are. And that is a good sign, in general. It's a great sign. And maybe it's not... Maybe that's the better way to phrase it. I'm just thinking out loud here. Mm. Instead of saying, do you want kids? It's more like, what do what's, you want? what's your vision? You know? Yeah, like, what do you see? What's your vision out of life? It doesn't have to be, what's your five-year plan? But it's right. kind of like that. But it's a more broad strokes question of, what's your vision? Like, what do you, what do you really foresee in mm-hmm. your future? Yeah, I like that. And then you can, that kind of leaves it more open because then they could say, well, I really want a family or I want, I want to live abroad. It leaves it, I think it's a, that's probably a good date question. Yeah. I think it's for all you folks it. listening we out there. try it for 2015. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A great date question. Um, yeah, then, I mean. And then you can at least then kind of do some internal dialogue and say, am I aligning to this person or, you know, do I like their vision? Do I not? Right. You, know, you, you, never, could, ask, you could ask more questions about right. it. And you're never right. going to be fully aligned to anyone. No. I think... You know, my friend was saying, um, she's been divorced, how... Two she, out of three ain't bad? <laughs> she wouldn't want to be bored, you know, she... Yeah. With someone, because if you're going to live 30 years with someone, you kind of want it to be dynamic, so you wouldn't want... You want them to be your best friend. Oh. Right, but you but you wouldn't want to live the same life, you know what I mean? Because right. then... Because then it, you would... There'd be no surprises. Right, no surprises. It wouldn't be dynamic. You wouldn't yeah. like, be moving and... So you want that person to grow and be interesting and change, and, you, and, and right. as do you, and you want to be supportive of each other um, throughout that, but the visions change, nothing's black and white. Yeah, um, people change. Well, I was you want just, someone to like push you and kind of bounce off of you? And yeah, I completely agree. I was just on the, a guest on the uh, talk show with a relationship coach, and she said, mm-hmm. and I love this saying, so I'm stealing it, um, that you want to find someone who's like a book and you always want to keep turning their pages. Exactly. No matter yeah. what, five years, right. six so years, 30, 30 years. 30, 40 years with someone, you want it to be And I love that, yeah, because that's exactly what you're saying. Thing, yeah. And and some people don't, and we were talking about depth, and some people don't go that deep, right? It doesn't mean they're bad people. Or I can't, I you know, you can connect with certain people and you're not sure why, but for me, yeah, I need to keep feeling like... I'm going to see you tomorrow and the next day and I'm going to turn your page yeah. and there's going to be something different on it or you're going to mm-hmm. say something or mm-hmm. challenge me. And I've dated a lot of people who have been very nice and sweet and but I don't want to, you know, get past chapter one. Right, right. right. So, well, I think you, you, you and I are very similar where we want some adventure and excitement. Yeah. And I think my friend was saying this too. But a good, the same. A good but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean yeah. reckless or no, irresponsible. Right. No, right, no, that's But it means, yeah. you know... Life is really like a exciting. Zest for life. I, I want to take life. advantage of everything. We, we right. do have very short time here. Me too. And so when my friend might call me and say, you want to go to the movies or do you want to take a trip and go hiking? Like, I'm going to be totally yes. Like, let's yeah. do it. 
and I would want my partner to be the same way, right. like the same type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, you don't let's, want to convince someone to do right. these things. Like, yeah, right. I totally like, agree. Be open for, for new and interesting things and create the vision together and create the path. And willing to try new things, even if it's not yeah. their yeah. comfort like step a little bit. I mean, not constantly do, you know, give and take, obviously, in a balance, but you want someone who's willing to at least try. To leave their comfort zone. Yeah. And then yeah. hopefully you're leaving yours a little bit for that right. person. I agree. I totally agree. And that actually is linked up to my sort of, I don't really do resolutions, but I am going to say yes more in 2015. Say yes more? Yeah. What does that look like? That looks like what you just said. I mean, in terms of invitations or... Hikes. But it's also, yeah. (laughs) Movies, hiking. I mean, I think I'm pretty good about that already, but I think it's being more open to new people and being a little less judgmental and... Okay. I mean, I've gotten a lot better in my old age, but so I want to keep... I'm going to... I want to be... Yeah. I'm going gonna... to challenge you oh, in a please way. please challenge me. Because I guess I'm thinking, as I grow older again... Older. Oh, yeah. oh, like, I want to be strategic about what I'm choosing yes for. So I, I don't want to just, quote-unquote, waste time. Like, I want to kind of work toward whatever vision I'm working toward, you know? And so okay. I, I'd want the yes to be somewhere in that versus, like, outside of the box. Okay, but what if, to challenge you, Yeah. Uh, how do you know what a waste of time is if you're saying no first? It or what be... if you said yes to something weird and there was a person there and you met this person? Whatever. It's not about just having a relationship, but how do you know what is a waste I of time I guess and not? that's, so to answer that, because that, that is a tough question, I would say I'd have to trust my gut. Again, I have to okay, really so rely on my intuition thinking. Full circle. Right. Yeah. Is this really something good for me? And will, will, will it push me? Will I grow? Will I be exposed to new things? Or am I, would I rather just be, like, in my gut, in my intuition, would I rather just be spending a night with friends or at okay. home doing something for myself? You know, so really using that as a check and balances. I like that. I like because there, there are no answers. There's no right no, or wrong. It's not. not black and white, you know. You could go to some bizarre concert and think you'd hate it, and it could be the best night of your life. Yeah. So I'm not saying to be like that exclusionary, but just to, I guess also be mindful. Yes, be mindful. I like that. CJ, any 2015 things you want to share with our little small podcast world before we sign off? Yeah, I think sort of a mix of both of your goals uh, to say yes strategically because a lot of I'm definitely a yes person I'll say yes to like 10 things and then I have to back out of all of them um so just be more mindful of what I'm saying yes to and really doing things that benefit me which sounds really selfish but no nourish your soul yeah yeah I'm sort of someone who doesn't so yeah I think that's to, that's what I was trying to think about for me for 2015 is what's going to nourish my soul and in that way I want to be strategic like thinking about things that I really love that I value that I want to like maybe make a real impression on you know if there's some type of organization I can really impact so again nourishing my soul and being open but still yet thinking about things that are really important to me I like that a lot that sounds perfect it does Thanks, Craig, for being our guest. Thank, Thank you, ladies. You. Not that complicated. I hope everyone has a happy new year. And happy new year. Nourishes their souls. Yeah. Happy new year. All right. Till next time. Bye. Have some fun, ladies.